Yeah. How are we? Look hey. who's here. It's us. It's us. We're doing it. We're talking about the amazing race. And yeah, so Logan's not here today. That's why you got the outro. That's why you got the outro Last first. And that's or something. Like, yeah, so whatever. Ugh, but Logan's gross. not here. That's why you got the outro first before the intro, because you know me, I like to be different. Whatever. But it is what it is. But hello, welcome to the cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we you get the well, we put the tea in reality and where you can come here first to quench your reality thirst, period. I am Lana, your resident diva. Here to give the tea, spill the tea, and you know, if you have the tea, send it to me because I love me some tea. And I switched drinks, I switched my drink now. I'm drinking fruit punch because why not? Minute Maid, if you ever want to sponsor us, we're here. Minute Maid Fruit Punch, uh, Minute Maid, aha, uh-huh, like. Literally anyone, anybody who wants to sponsor and the cup, anybody um, with me high grade, it I doesn't don't... matter. Crush, we'll take it. Ungaba gin. Um, I mm-hmm. hope you're watching. Y'all gave me like free gin during the Labor Day weekend. Oh, wow. so you me. Or sponsor us. Sorry. Uh, sir vodka. Um, I'm not legally allowed to drink yet, but I might as well. Um, we'll go with anything. Uh, my name is Jack. I use any pronoun, so as long as you're respectful, use whatever the hell you want. Uh, I am a Twitch streamer, game designer, college student, coffee addict, an overall mess. Uh, and today, oh, I have been evacuated by COVID. Probably. No, I'm good. But, like, I might as well have been. Because I got hit by a truck over the last couple days. Mentally. I didn't actually get hit by a truck. Otherwise, I would not be in debt. Totally fair. And I am here, finally, to talk about The Amazing Race. It is I, Sam Danby, also known as Sam DeMonteverde, also known as Anissa Longyear fellow friendly trans and non-binary Filipino Canadian mentally unstable hot mess hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Scarborough, if you want to be specific. And today, uh, in my classic cup, I am drinking some Senna peppermint tea um, to help with some indigestion. Because I have been eating way too many fruit gummies because that that is my kryptonite. Fruit gummies are my are literally my kryptonite. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, if you give me, like, a bag of Welch's, I'm downing that in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about how many times I've loaded the vending machine into my own pocket with the Welch's. Oh. And they're, like, for packs of three. It's bad. Right. Well, all of that said, we are here to talk about the amazing race. And we will start this episode with... A shocking, some shocking, shocking news because Phil is standing there and everybody's like, wait a minute. It feels here. Something's not right. And they were right. Something was not right. Uh, we get a message from Will and Abby who have been, I said evacuated, but. Yeah, evacuated is yeah, the right word there. That's a good word. They, they were evacuated because. They failed the COVID protocols. Then, why they got COVID on the race, and so they had to be 
evacuated because of COVID, which is unfortunate. I feel very bad because, of course, let's just say these were people who are from Birmingham, who where I pers- where I happen to live right now. It was I was rooting for them because of home, you know, because they were home people. But it was sad to see them go because they really were doing they were doing well in the race and they didn't do anything to be you know too bad. So it was sad to see them go. Yeah. They generally seem like they wanted. Sorry, they they general like they they didn't seem like they were in it to win it, but more more so about like the journey of it and having like a lot of fun about it. Like they, especially like Abby, she brought like such a light. So I, I'm definitely gonna miss that from from them. Yeah. Uh, just as a fun fact, I was going through, uh, the wiki as a way just to like mentally get the notes and everything that I need. Uh, so this is the first time that outside of like a non-elimination leg or something like that, there has not been an additional elimination at the end of a leg since season 22, where Dave had to drop out of the race because he injured his ankle uh, on leg two and had to essentially quit for his own health during leg five. That was also the leg that CBS had to apologize for promoting communism and showing uh, a plane that went down during the Vietnam War. That was a very fun episode for them. And this was probably a fun episode for them as well, seeing how, oh, we uh, we just had a team go home. What do we do? We say screw what we said at the beginning. That's not happening anymore. It is now a non-elimination leg. Yay! <laughs> God damn it. I mean... When you... <laughs> When yeah. you speak things out into the universe and you say, this is the plan that we are going to do. We are not going to have a non-elimination round this season. This is the season of all eliminations. The there universe, no second chances. No second chances uh-huh. here. The universe says, hold my beer because we will make sure you have an elim- a non-elimination round because that's what we like. That's what we want, and that's what's gonna happen. It is unfortunate it happened at the at, at the a hand of Will and Abby getting COVID, but the it's Amazing Race Gods was not having this non-elimination garbage. They were like, "No, we will have a non-elimination round this season." Period. And I mean, they they basically started the leg out by saying. There is no non-elimination leg, but uh, there is no elimination this leg, but the placements still matter as you are going to be sent off in pairs, excluding the team in last who will be sent out alone and specifically 45 minutes after first, which... As we have seen now, multiple times, since flight is not an issue, that is a gap that is going to be very, very hard 
to overcome. Yep. So, all the teams find out that Will and Abby are gone. All of the teams find out it's a non-elimination leg. All the teams find out the penalty for winning and losing. And immediately are all released at the same time, running to the Amon Citadel. Leading to a library. Uh, I am going to try my best here. Uh, because I am horrible with pronunciation. Uh, but... Kizanat al-Jahith Bookstore, which is basically a, a circular library. Like, it's literally just a circle of books with an opening. And inside it is your next clue. It's a very good place to hide a clue box. Yeah, I was going to say that that is a really good hiding place, regardless of, like, what you're hiding in there. <laughs> um, yeah, the Maktabat Hizanat al-Jahith bookstore is just my guess on pronouncing it. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, we get teams getting lost along the way. Obviously, it is a relatively... I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of an interesting scramble because suddenly... This has become fully equalized. And you can very quickly see teams are slightly grouping up. Teams are getting with each other to figure this out. Yeah. And uh, the first people there, if I remember correctly, are Lewis and Michelle and Quentin and Maddie? No. I don't nope. Know. No, it was um, Marcus and Michael and Emily and Molly. Okay, yep. Uh, yeah. Now I'm remembering it. Both of them get there. Uh, they ended up working together and run right to the uh, situation, which they also mentioned on the show that obviously a lot of them can't read the Arabic alphabet. So actually locating the bookstore by a name, which was possible in other countries, is something not possible anymore, which is a very, very interesting barrier. Yeah, I feel like your only way around that is probably, like, taking someone's phone. Yeah. And Google mapping it. <laughs> they, uh, one team Google mapped it. One team, uh, well, one pair of teams straight up printed it out at a local place. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, all the teams got there in a reasonable time. Almost. All of the teams. Almost. Glenda and Lamamba took just a little bit longer than everyone else. And that would quickly become a running theme. Uh, so if anyone else doesn't have anything to say, we can move on to the detour step by step or letter by letter. Uh, if either of you want to explain what the detours are, go right ahead. So, step by step, teams are required to learn a traditional uh, dance that is done before a wedding. I 
forget if there was an actual name for it. They did not give a name for it. I I do not have that in my notes. Okay. Yeah, because I know in like Filipino traditions, there there's sometimes depending on the culture, because there's many cultures in the Philippines, obviously, like any other country would have mm-hmm. like multiple cultures. Uh cultures. Excuse me. Um, anyways, uh yeah, so basically they have to do a traditional dance that is done before a wedding and it's kind of a way of like man flirting man flirting with woman and kind of just flattering the woman. Um at least that's what it comes off to me. So while they have, the woman is also just holding a sword. Yeah, it's kind of fierce actually. Um and so they are required to replicate an entire routine. Luckily, they have a help of one assistant that is there. Um, and I would, I'm surprised them, especially like when they do, when they actually go through with the choreo and all that. The person that's like assessing, for lack of a better word, is actually like critiquing as well. I don't yeah. know if there's anything you want to add uh, concerning that detour. It, it was, it. I mean, once again, the dancers took it on because they thought it would be easy. And for a lot of them, it was. And the other teams definitely struggled a bit. I mean, Lewis and Michelle got it really fast. Uh, and then who else? It was Aubrey and David, Glenda and Lamumba. Uh, Louis and Michelle and Quentin and Maddie. Uh, yeah, so Aubrey and David, uh, and Quentin and Maddie are both dance based, and Aubrey and David, uh, I mean, and Louis and Michelle just got it pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Linda and Lamamba did not. I believe they were the first ones there too, correct? correct they right? were one of, uh, n- I want to say no. I think Lewis and Michelle were there first, followed by Aubrey and David. Mm. Oh, uh, because okay. Lewis and Michelle uh, struggled a bit, but had enough time to practice and all that, that when Aubrey and David came in, they were pretty much ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quentin and Maddie came in, and Glenda and Lamumba came in pretty shortly after each other they were they were pretty much on their on their tails yeah so the other choice is letter by letter letter by letter was extremely simple uh teams had to learn and recite the 28 letters of the arabic alphabet to receive their next clue uh once again this is a word-based memorization task uh, memorization and speech, which uh, surprise. I mean, I know it's very common, but we have had a lot of dance or speak challenges this season. Mm-hmm. So it is, I think, once again, it just unfortunately falls on COVID where they can't do as many other like big extreme challenges. They're, they're really just trying to like keep it small because they're just getting back. Uh, and Derek and Claire, Emily and Molly, and Marcus and Michelle take this task. Now, 
Marcus and Michelle, uh, Marcus and Michael, Jesus, I can't speak. I, I uh, just let you have that because I'm like, Michelle's not that far off. Like, literally in France, it's Michelle. Like, yeah. Uh, Marcus and Michael, uh, Marcus is struggling. He's struggling a lot. Uh, and then they reread the task and realize only we only have to get it all 28 as a team. team we don't specifically have to get each one individually on both team members which neither of the other two teams realize and that specifically hurt Derek and Claire mhm uh but realistically all three teams got it done pretty quickly uh the teachers i will also say were really good absolutely uh lana really quick oh i enjoyed that part i enjoyed seeing i like okay instructors are very important when it comes to things like this these challenges and things you have to have good instructors and i've seen in some seasons why i felt like the instructors were either going too fast they weren't really giving them what they needed to give them or it was like you just like they expected them to know how to do some of this stuff and it was like duh but i feel like the instructors this time was very patient and not that these other instructions weren't patient because they have to be patient because these are people who don't know their language or don't know you know the traditions and all that stuff but in some seasons i have seen a couple of instructions i'm like now mm, i ain't really giving them what they need to give you know to complete this task eventually they end up doing it but like these instructors like even from like the dance instructors and the teaching the alpha they're very patient they're very like okay this is what you have to do it's you know, rolling your R's here and do this step here. Be fluid. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed watching them. And I think that, honestly, I will say this about Jordan. I enjoyed the stint in Jordan. I really, really did. I enjoyed all the time that they spent there. I enjoyed, I just enjoyed it. And I don't know why. I mean, it's, it, it was just, it's just such a beautiful place. And it's, it's, it's Kennedy, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the podcast here. I'm doing a podcast here. Daddy's upstairs. Go upstairs. <laughs> oh, Kennedy. Yes, Kennedy. Baby, she's in the closet. Yeah, in the closet. Okay. But yeah, I enjoyed the instructors. Let me yeah, move on before Kennedy takes over this whole podcast about whatever's in her closet right now. I don't know. But yeah, I enjoyed Hi. it. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, I feel like this episode we talked about last episode how the challenges were very americanized mm -hmm. like it started with uh it started with it being on a movie set and then you either uh fed camels or uh, assembled one of the biggest landmarks here it felt much more aligned with jordanian culture and that is what i love it was yeah, genuinely agreed. learning. I think I think a lot of it also helps because obviously this is the first time they, they ever go to Jordan. Yes. And I know and I'm sure that any any of the Jordanians that were involved in kind of the production of 
this leg alone um kind of you know just wanted to make that good impression and i'm sure any country was would be a similar way um um you can correct me if i'm wrong yeah uh, no you're right but yeah for sure no i i also very much enjoyed the experiences that were witnessed if you will yeah uh whoever got all of the stuff together for this leg they got the right people because they were so so excited to lead everyone on these tasks and that's exactly what i love to see they were so so happy and they made the leg so so wonderful so an amazing job to the production team and everyone that was just on board for this episode because mm -hmm. they knocked it out the park even even all all the passerbys that were that literally the teams were just running through like you see you see like the like a row of them just like clap like applauding them on while they're running through this entire crowd to the library. Like that's yeah. everything to me. So uh, all the teams get out pretty fast uh, and make their way to the roadblock. Who's feeling broken carded on this specific roadblock. One team member must assemble a cart called an Arabaya, uh, which was translated differently in the subtitles that I found, so I'm not sure if that is the correct translation on the wiki, but I will figure that out later, uh, and then push it to the nymphi uh, nymphium. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not even going to try. Uh, and, I mean, they got it right after they finished the detour. They were told... You are going to this location, building something, and then dragging it to the pit stop. Yeah, which, not a bad way to do it. Uh, so, David, Claire, Molly, Glenda, Lewis, Michael, and Quentin did this detour. Important things to note here. Claire did another building a vehicle detour. Okay. I guess she wanted to. I think she said she 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 wanted, wanted to redeem, to redeem herself. herself. Uh, Molly. Uh, Molly jumped in. Uh, Emily. She said Emily should have done it, but Emily was dealing with her injured leg, so she wanted to do it instead. Makes absolute sense. Uh, everyone else. There wasn't really a big thing. We'll talk about the last. Uh, we'll talk about the one other thing with one of the teams later on because it was genuinely just so sweet uh but uh the first out of the gate here are i think was it lewis and michelle who were out of the gate first or was it all yes. david yes it was lewis and michelle and immediately after leaving their cart falls apart and this is after like inspection too I don't know what happened with I'm like, I, I don't get it. I'm like, how do you pass an inspection and then the cart falls apart as soon as you leave? Like, he's, he's, he just said, it looks good to me. No. <laughs> not that it is good. It's not working. It, it looks good to me. 
I'm going to say that you have all the parts right. I'm not going to tell you this is built well because it's not. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I I want to see this roll away. It actually was kind of hilarious. Not gonna lie. It was. Uh, so David and Aubrey's cart falls up. Uh, Louis and Michelle's cart falls apart. So Louis has to reassemble it. And during that time, basically all of the other teams come in. And they see it. <laughs> and they see it. But there's one exception. Glenda and the Mamba are still at the detour. Uh, and they basically get to the roadblock about 15 to 20 minutes after everyone else. Uh, which basically made sure they would be in a tough spot. And at this point, all the teams, once they assemble the cart, uh, must drag it to the Nymphium in order to check in. With that said, we have our placements for the leg. Unless anyone wants to talk about anything else, uh, I am going to mention the one extra bit when it comes up. Um, no, let's let's jump into the placements because honestly, it wasn't a whole lot for this episode because of everything. So yeah, uh, so Lewis and Michelle uh, walk up to the map, and congratulations, that is the first double win and back-to-back win of the entire season. Uh, so, uh, they are now, uh, after basically being in, uh, I want to double check my facts here that I'm putting up, uh, basically after, after doing pretty all right and not having a good first leg at all, they've rebounded pretty heavily and are now in the lead, uh, in in terms of leg wins and not overall average, but I mean, they got 10th in the first leg. You can't, that's going to be hard to overcome. I mean, Lewis and Michelle said in the last time, last leg that they were manifesting themselves to be in the front. They were no middle team. They are not the middle team and they don't want to be in the middle team. And so they are going to manifest themselves to be first. And they did it twice. So the power yeah. of manifestation is real with these two. And if you don't believe that, check the stats, boo. They are first and first. So you might want to think about manifesting ways you want to be in your life, where you want to be, because it works, apparently. Come through, croquetas. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they smashed this leg. Yeah, they killed it. So you can't, you, I mean, they, they danced. They built the cart. They had it fall apart and then had to rebuild it and still got first. That's badass. That is. That is impressive. Afterwards, it was uh, Aubrey and David lugging their cart up the hill. uh, And uh, they put it right on the mat. And Phil checks them in as second, making uh, making them and Louis and Michelle the first team to officially be done with the leg. Uh, well, uh, the first group to be leaving the next level. Yep. Uh, then we have Quentin and Maddie, which makes this the three teams 
who did the dancing detour and were also dancers in the top, which is very, very interesting. Uh, and also makes me question how far the detour was from each group. Uh, how far the detour was from the roadblock for each group. To be fair, this entire leg was done on was done by was done on foot. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't realistically wouldn't say it's like within like say like a five kilometer radius. Yeah, it probably wasn't horribly far, especially because they were entirely contained in the city of Amman. Exactly. Uh so uh right with Quentin and Maddie, uh Derek and Claire check in and they are uh Quentin, Maddie, and Derek and Claire form the second uh departure of the next leg. And right after Marcus and Michelle and Emily and Molly check in together, leaving only one team left. Now, this is what I wanted to talk about. After seeing some dysfunction with the other teams and all that, Glenda and Lamumba talking and just being like, you are okay. You are doing your best. You are amazing. Don't get into your head. Take a moment. Breathe. All that. I, I will admit a few tears fell. Because that was genuinely just so sweet. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that they are such, such a loving couple. I love Glendon Lumumba. Like, from the start. Very much early in this this game i was like very much a glenda lumumba fan and stand whatever you want to call it they seem like you said jack they seem like such a genuine loving couple and like they've only been married for a short period of time but even they admitted this race has done nothing but strengthen their relationship and strengthen their bond and helped it like made their marriage even better which i'm like Just, just incredible. Uh, yeah. You're muted. Yeah, I think you muted yourself while you were. I did, which is weird. Okay. This is why I don't run banners. But anyway, just beautiful. <laughs> just beautiful, um, amazing couple. I like that's couple goals. Like, I always, always, always get very, like, antsy or like worried when married couples come because you don't want or couples period because we've seen couples on the show and they the man just something the they, always goes wrong something goes something wrong or the woman like it, either the woman is whiny and horrible and you just can't root for her she's just so unrootable like you so unlikable or the man is just so horrible to her he's talking down to her and he's you know mansplaining things which is like super annoying and it's just like they it just always goes wrong and it's so horrible to watch uh, somebody just talk down to somebody who they're supposed to love. Like that's supposed to be your person. That's your soulmate. That's the person you 
you vowed your life to it, you know, or whatever. So it's always refreshing and lovely to see when a couple, when they are encouraging and they're supportive and they're helpful. And it's like, even when they're doing, when they're at their worst, that's when they need the support the most. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't see that. So to see Lumumba and Glenda just giving each other that support and each other that love. And we've seen it on other couples. Like last year, Penn and Kim, I saw was just amazing at how he talked to her when she was stressing out and how she talked to him when he was freaking out. And other couples have done it. I love that so much with my whole heart. It like it just makes me feel so good to see couples who actually support each other when their hardest times are hitting because this race is so stressful and not everything is going to go right so when things go wrong that's when you need each other to be the rock and you so it's so lovely to see that and that's in any relationship any partnership like it could be you and your best friend you and the college you know you college somebody grew up somebody you work with and if you're going to do the amazing race you have to have a sense of support and understanding and patience and and just kindness and 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 just all of that to be because i can't have you yelling at me the whole time i'm i don't respond well to people yelling at me anyway so if you yell at me i'm shutting down and we ain't doing this race Mm -hmm. but if you want me to go on your yes you can be tough like push it you gotta go go but it needs to be encouraging as you're pushing me like you got this you're good i know it's tough but we gotta go push it push it do it do it and then i'm like okay okay let me do it but if you're like what are you doing that's so stupid it's not gonna work yeah that's not working so glenda lumumba i love them that's couple goals i said it's way too much just to come back to glenda and lumumba are couple goals but yeah but it's sad that they came in the last place. But I'm not counting them out. Yeah, nope. I mean, they... Here's the thing. At this point, if you, once again, I look back at the placements and I see, mm-hmm. unfortunately, just based on trajectory and all that, it looks like unless Glenda and the Mamba get like a really really good hand in the next episode just based on their trajectory throughout the season it's gonna be very very hard for them not to be the next to go and crazier things have happened crazier things have happened happened. uh but besides um besides aubrey and david and quentin and maddie moving up because there was a dance challenge. Basically nothing changed. Literally. <laughs> this time, this time it is very, very literal. Mm-hmm. Derek and Claire went down two spots. Marcus and Michelle went down two spots. The reason that Emily and Molly can't go down two spots is because fourth place was eliminated. So yep. they're automatically lower. Emily and Molly went down one slot. Glenda and uh, Lamumba stayed equal because they can't go lower, otherwise they'd be eliminated. The only movement here were the two dance teams going ahead and going forward because there was a dance challenge. Mm -hmm. 
So obviously it's gonna they're gonna have an advantage if there's a dance challenge, but that does spell a little bit of danger for Aubrey and David for the next leg. If they make a mistake and there isn't some sort of dance challenge, I expect them to be near the bottom. Everyone else, I have no idea, and I think they might stay equal. Uh, Quentin and Maddie will probably stay about as equal as they can. I don't know. It but, was... Go yeah. ahead. No. Uh, but... Uh, and that those are my final words for this episode. You two go ahead. I mean, look, I feel like crazier things happen in Amazing Race, and like you said, this was a dance challenge. Next week probably won't be a dance challenge. I'm pretty sure it probably won't. And we've seen these teams who do well in dance struggle somewhere else. And so I, I just, I just feel like. The way that this is the reason why I love the Amazing Race because the shift can happen at any moment in time. All it takes is once somebody get lost. All it takes is for somebody to excel. Excel. Somebody yeah. have a really really good leg. Like every challenge was built for them, and they just mollywop everybody in it. Yeah. And. Even last place with the with the way Lumumba and Glenda are set up, it looks very bad because the loser lo leaves way behind everybody else, and they have a lot of ground to make up. But if somebody gets lost and is driving around for two hours, that's that time, and they are on track, and they. No, you know they they get their directions perfectly. That's them right back into the race, or somebody is stumbling and fumbling and hard having a hard time in a roadblock, and they still there. And Glenda Lumumba show up forty five minutes later. They back in this game. I count nobody out in the Amazing Race. Sure, the trajectory is showing, and even though we've seen how it has happened. Because, you know, we've seen people who were at the bottom usually go home that next week. But I just don't know. Because sometimes, sometimes people's karma and people's, you know, call it what you want, they karma, they ancestors, they, 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 they spiritual gurus. Somebody is looking out for them and they push them, push them ahead and they make it to and then get to that that dramatic end where they yeah. think they're last and they get to the mat and feels like you are team number six. You are not out. They're like, Oh my God, I thought I was out. I feel like, I feel like in the U S franchise in particular, I, I think of like Caroline and Jennifer the second time they played mm -hmm. where they got like last on both like non-elimination legs and still made it to the finale, got second. Crazy. Crazy. It 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 was really interesting. But at this point, we we are over the halfway point of the race. This was episode six of eleven. Uh and there are realistically four more eliminations before the finale. And with the math, it does not seem like there is a way for that 
to change. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think so too. I think it's going. Like I said, it's going to be a hard road for them, but I count nobody out until Phil says you're eliminated. So yeah. But other than that, I I, like I said, this uh, this episode wasn't a lot. It was, you know, I feel like next episode is going to be more because of now we know somebody is definitely going home. Um, but. I have nothing else to say about it. I mean, it is what it is. The standings are the standings. We'll see what happens to these standings next week. But other than that, this was a pretty, I guess I would like to call it a filler episode. It wasn't a lot of, you know, it wasn't a lot of meat and potatoes, but it was a filler episode. And the real drama happens next week in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, judging by the preview, there does seem to be, for one thing, one of the challenge the challenge that we saw there kind of gave Survivor tease, mm. um, and then also we get we end up seeing I think some kind of cra- car crash or car accident or something with yeah. There's something weird that happens at the very end where it's like, what, what was that? And I think it was Glinda and Lumumba too. Oh, that's not a good sign. Oh, that's not a good sign and at that, all. that really scares me. That's not good at all. But whatever. We'll see what happens on we'll next see week. See what happens. Y'all know what? This is why Logan runs this show. We have sat here this entire time. And I did not put anybody's social things up. And I didn't even put Sam's on here. Oop, and mine is not on there either, so I'm going to take that off. But you all know what to do. Follow us at, at the cup underscore reality on Twitter to find out when we are dropping new episodes of everything that we're doing. Sorry for the flashlight. It looks very creepy right now. Um, <laughs> um, you know, follow, subscribe to our channel, share the videos. We love talking about reality TV. We love talking about everything reality. So you know what to do. If you like reality, follow us. Talk to us. If you ever want to talk about something on about reality TV, DM us. We would love to have you on the show to talk about your favorite shows, your favorite episodes, and, you know, bring it on. And, of course, we're cool people. Follow us on our social medias. Um, I'm Lady J 78 that's at Jack the Flop TTV and here's Kennedy and then that is at DeMonte A-A-A-Y-Y-Y on Twitter and And uh, Logan is somewhere in the yeah Logan is gym leader Logan with yeah and yeah that's it so I'm going to uh, bed we're going to go because Kid, do you have something to say? Yes. Yes. I see. Beautiful. Okay. (laughs) But yes, we're going to go because it's time to go. Say goodbye, Kennedy. Say bye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. This has been empty for two episodes now. Bye. 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 Bye